0: Hello everyone and welcome to Politics Round 4 <phone rings> Episode 2 <coughs> <clears throat> uh. Politics is the most hard-hitting political podcast on the internet. I am Tim S and I will be And I will be your host and your guide through the jungle of American politics. Now, for those of you joining us for the first time, although I can't imagine uh, who hasn't already heard of and dedicated their listening lives to politics, but let's just uh, go on a journey of imagination for a second... Uh, For funsies, Uh, for those of you joining us for the first time, (laughs) uh, this is a show hosted by me, Tim S., and featuring uh, one person, me, Tim S. Uh, So, when I say those of you joining us for the first time, there is no us in a literal sense, unless you count Myself and uh, the listeners to the program, which I do not. Uh, I only count myself. So this is a one-man show, um, although, well, technically speaking, I am assisted by interim assistant producer, Jazz. Uh, But in terms of on-air talent, it's just me. Uh, jazz is a behind-the-scenes type of type of uh, uh, producer. Uh, there, there will be no on-air appearances from Jazz as long as I'm in charge. And that's not to say that Jazz does not have a pleasing voice, but this is a show that benefits from a singular vision, and that singular vision is buttressed, supported... By a single voice Literally my own uh, Yeah uh, So anyway Back to my original point uh, This is a podcast About politics And it does regularly feature Hard-hitting takes about politics But we also try to be informative uh, Hard-hitting opinions Without Without informative content are a bit like frosting without cake. Uh, Breakfast cereal without milk. Although, I I suppose in that situation one could substitute almond milk or soy milk for the dairy cow milk. Um, Or you could use the cow milk in your coffee or as an ingredient in, say, a coffee cake. Um, mm, That metaphor is a bit off the rails. Apologies. But anyway, the point being, one cannot have hard hitting takes without up-to-the-minute coverage of the events of the day, which is why we're going to start off the show with... A 2016 presidential election update. I'm going to do that one again. Um, All right. We're going to start off the show with... A 2016 presidential election update. Okay, that's better. We can cut this part out, right? Right? Jazz? Jazz? No, don't... At least pretend to be paying attention uh I can never tell 100% if you're paying attention but if you're turned away and just simply staring in the corner of the room, which is creepy then I, I know you're not paying attention I okay fair fair point you could be listening uh, but I would feel more comfortable comfortable if you used your eyes as well as your ears. And fix them upon me as I record the program, because I might need your help at some point. I, I don't mean to be short with you. Uh, of course, we can, and we can, and we will cut all of this out. Uh, I don't, I, I don't want to embarrass you in front of the politicians. So, uh, yeah, sorry for losing my temper. And on to the 2016. Up to the minute. Presidential election update. All right. I'm just going to go ahead and open up my preferred web browser, which in my case is Opera. Uh, That is not an endorsement of Opera. Um, You can use whatever web browser you prefer. I think most of them will accomplish basic internet research tasks Um, and I'm going to type in first of all the current time because I want to ensure that this is an up to the minute uh, presidential election update and um, right now the time of recording is 8.01pm in Chicago, Illinois where we are recording, Podetix. Um And then I'm going to go ahead and open a separate tab in the browser and type in current president. All right, and that confirms that the current president of the United States is President Barack Obama. And then, let's see, just to be safe, who is the new president of United States? Um, it was, this is exciting. Oh, uh, and that also says Barack Obama. Um, so, as of now, 8.02 p.m. in Chicago, Illinois, and the date is June 28th, 2016, Uh, There is no new president of the United States. The president is currently Barack Obama, and I assume he will remain so for at least a few days, potentially a month, depending on how things go. And that has been your 2016 presidential election update. Uh, now I want to get serious For a moment And offer an apology In advance uh, I'm going to have to uh, Temporarily break One of Politics' Vaunted pod lines Which are of course The guidelines that Structure Politics And improve the listening experience for you While guiding me As I guide you Through the realm of American politics, which I often describe as a jungle. Uh, You can think of it as any kind of forest, though. Um, Perhaps if a jungle is distressing to you. Uh, I don't believe I've ever been in a jungle myself. Um, I find the idea of American politics as a jungle compelling because uh, there's danger, but there's also a bounty of uh, tasty treats. Um... Which tend to take the form of elections. Uh, really, the most uh, juicy and the sweetest of all of the political uh, <sighs> things. Um, but yeah, so uh, I'm going to have to break a pod line. Um, I will remind you, the listener, that politics is a politics podcast and it is not a personal podcast. Um, That is what interim assistant producer Jazz tells me. Uh, I have myself of course forgotten the pod lines because I have a 36 year gap in my memory dating back to roughly 1980. Um, And of course this gap in my memory makes it difficult if not Impossible to produce a world-class, timely, and relevant politics podcast. Uh, I have been working with Jazz to work with my memory hole. um, Or I guess in this case, I'd be working around my memory hole. um, Sort of mm, creeping along the edges, trying not to fall into it. You can imagine the memory hole as a sort of uh, caldera or chasm. Uh, Maybe there's some lava down at the bottom. Uh, Ooh, that reminds me of something but I can't quite place what it is. Hmm, maybe my memories are coming back. Oh, let's, uh, let's explore this for a second. So lava crawling along the edge of the lava. And is this coming back? Am I going to remember what this reminds me of? And no, no, I didn't come back at all. Um. Wow, huh. Well, that's disappointing. Um. But anyway, so I, yeah, as I have been saying, I've been working with Jazz uh, to work around my memory hole. Um, and this process uh, involves both Mm, mental training and uh, recuperation, as well as some other things. Um, In terms of the mental training, or more accurately, retraining, Jazz has made me watch a whole lot of television, uh, and I do mean a lot, uh, at least 20 hours a day, with, of course, at least two hours for sleep. Um, Jazz informs me that unless you get two hours of sleep, the TV doesn't really sink in, and you don't you don't get the full effect. Uh, and the point of this is to reacquaint myself with American popular culture, which will help me understand American politics. Um... I've asked Jazz if I should maybe research some basic facts about the American government, uh, such as uh, Beyond President, what's going on up there, Um, because I don't really recall. Uh, And Jazz has told me that that's not really that important, and that instead, I need to watch at least two hours a day of Green Acres, uh, an hour and a half of Hogan's Heroes, which is odd because I believe Hogan's Heroes is an hour long, or at least it feels like it's an hour long. So I believe I'm only getting an an episode and a half a day, and that's quite confusing. I would prefer, of course, to find out um, how Captain Hogan gets out of the Nazi-based pickle he's in. And I don't like an unresolved sitcom plot. But, well, Jazz is in charge, so I defer to Jazz on this matter. Um, So, yeah, it's a lot of TV. It's more than I might want. Um, I would probably swap out four hours or so for additional sleep. Um, But... Jazz says that that's the amount required to get me up to speed. And I put my faith in Jazz because, frankly, uh, Jazz is the only person I know. Uh, Where was I? Uh, Yeah. So, uh, Jazz has also put me on a physical rehabilitation regimen uh, Jazz says that podcasting is a physical as well as a mental process, and therefore my body needs to be as fit as my mind, uh, which is somewhat problematic, given that I apparently lost several toes and a couple of fingies while I was on some sort of misadventure in some kind of place called Chicago Beneath. Uh, see the... Previous round of politics. Oh, where did that come from? Uh, which I believe to be beneath the city of Chicago, hence the name. Uh. And that would mean, of course, that I'm in the city of Chicago, most likely. Uh hmm. Hmm. Uh, anyway, Jazz has me on a pretty strict running regiment as well. Uh 15 miles a day, and then every 10th day I get a day off. Uh, I'm not sure if you can hear my quotation marks, uh, but it's a day off where I only have to run 13 miles a day. Uh, so, in my opinion, not much of a break, but uh, Jazz says that's the way it's gotta be. Um, now, uh, some of you may be asking uh, is there a conflict between my 20-hour-a-day television regimen and this 15-mile-a-day running regimen and uh, my ability to eat and sleep. Uh, But anyway, uh, all of my training was going great until last Sunday. Uh, I was wearing my... Uh, Normal running attire, which uh, consists of a pair of top-line athletic shorts. uh, Compression knee sleeve for my left knee. A full-arm compression sleeve for both of my arms. uh, Compression gloves. A compression knee sleeve for my left knee. uh, Compression socks compression underwear, and a compression bonnet, which may sound feminine, but in fact it is bright blue, which is, of course, the color associated with baby boys and not baby girls. Uh, So there. Um, And I have been doing uh, what are known as plyometrics during my runs, which consist of uh, power skips, those are basically like regular skips, but I, I uh, grunt when I do them. So I was I was skipping through my preferred running uh, park, which is a nearby uh, public park uh, with trees and benches and uh, some 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 playground equipment for the uh, for the kids. Oh, and I, I was I was on my. Uh, 16th clap when uh, all of a sudden out of nowhere I hear a whistle and this uh, young gentleman I use the word gentleman of course in the loosest sense uh, comes flying by me on his mm, fixed gear bicycle uh, he looked like a lot of the local ne'er-do-wells uh, mm, very short shorts, uh, black shirt, Converse All-Star shoes, uh, various tattoos. I couldn't make out many details about the tattoos themselves, but there were a bunch of them. Um, and he had a long, poorly kept beard. Um, the, really the most troubling part about this whole situation is that if I were to see him again, it would be nearly impossible to distinguish him from anyone else in the neighborhood uh and really that's what scares me the most and i almost i almost fell over so surprised i was and then this this young galoot has the nerve to laugh at me while i am innocently going about my daily exercise routine um And I consider this person to be a danger both to myself and to others in the neighborhood. So I have set aside this part of the program to state a few rules about bicycle safety so that we can all get back on the same page and enjoy the streets and sidewalks of Chicago, USA together as friends and countrymen. So here are politics, rules for polite and safe bicycle riding in dense urban areas. Number one, be polite. When cycling, imagine that your mother is watching at all times and act as if she'll get mad at you and spank your butt if you're bad, Uh, if necessary. Only bike when your mother is watching So that she can bend you over And spank your butt if you're bad Number two uh, Slow and steady wins the race Uh, No one's handing out a prize To the uh, Bad boy with a beard who gets to the bar first So maintain a speed no faster than Say a brisk walk Number three, safety gear means free and clear. Although, of course, you should still abide by the other of the ten rules for polite and safe bicycle riding in dense urban areas, uh, which I'm going to continue saying now. So here's number four. Ask pedestrians if you may pass to avoid... uh, Unnecessary sass. <laughs> uh, number five. Mm, don't ride your bike on the sidewalk, you stupid piece of crap. Um, apologies for raising my voice. Um, uh, don't ride your bicycle on the sidewalk, you stupid piece of crap. Uh, number six. Wear a helmet. Your brain, yes, even yours, is the strongest but most vulnerable muscle in your body. Also see rule number three, which says safety gear, safety gear, free and clear. Uh, These rules are are kind of uh, complementary, one might say. But if you follow them both, uh, you're less likely to die a grisly death or to become Mangled uh, or debilitated by a car or truck or, say, uh, I don't know, a, a pole of some kind. Number seven. Don't vape and bike. Even if it looks really, 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 really. Really, really, really cool. Don't vape and bike. Even if it looks so cool. So, so cool. Uh, number eight. You think helmets are lame? Tell that to evil Knievel. Or to uh, NFL superstar OJ Simpson. Last time I checked, those guys aren't lame at all. They're cool. Number nine. Never bike after 6 p.m. for any reason. Your lights and reflectors and whatnot may look flashy, but they will only serve to distract drivers and to increase the chances of a grisly and bloody death fate, which is a fate that involves a death at the end of it. And finally, number ten. Your tattoos can't fill the hideous void inside of you. All right, that's it for this week's politics. Uh, stay safe out there in Bike Town, USA, everybody. Goodbye.